So in this episode, we're going to talk about how to talk with people with whom you disagree, people who just don't get it and are hostile and angry. We're going to talk about how to have those kind of conversations. Stay tuned. In a world of incompetent bosses, micromanagers, and petty tyrants, one management professor claims that he can help you become the kind of leader that you would want to follow. You are listening to The Leadersmith. Now, here is your host, Darren Gertis. Okay, so in this episode, uh, I'm going to talk about how to talk with people politely, civilly, about topics that are emotional and uh, maybe you disagree with them on things. So uh, I found this great article in Psychology Today just out yesterday, uh, 11 Tips for Talking to Someone You Disagree With by Melody Stanford Martin. Now, Martin has written a book called Brave Talk. I have not read the book, but based on this article, it's on my reading list. It's a great article, and I'm now looking forward to reading the book. Okay, so she gives these 11 tips, and she said she introduces her article by saying that, you know, talking with someone that we disagree with can create tension, that tensions can escalate very quickly and break down with our ability to engage with people on the other side. And uh, right now, our country is so divided. Uh, you're probably having those conversations. Now, this is a perennial topic, but right now it's really timely. So we want to overcome this polarization. And so she said, our goal here is to become more effective, credible, and collaborative. It's not necessarily just to win the argument. Now, if your goal is just to win the argument, it's not going to work. But if your goal is to preserve the relationship in order to understand each other, in order to let the truth rise to the top, stick around. Okay. She says this, disagreement is a natural part of life. And if we seek to protect our relationships, we have to approach it in a particular way. So she gives like do's and do nots. So one, do tell people they matter. So she said saying things like, before I say anything else, I want to make sure that you know that I care about you, or I want to respect you and appreciate your perspective. Quotes like that go a long way. And she's right. Now, you might not say something like that. You might not say something warm and fuzzy. I disagree with my brother on almost everything politically. But at the end of the day, he's my brother, right? And so assuring that upfront goes a long way. Okay, next, uh, don't let frustration overcome you. Channel it. So she says that, you know, it's tempting to just blow up. You know, you'll have a cathartic moment. You'll you'll feel good about yourself. Well, you will at the moment. But um, <laughs> she says this, take a moment and remember a time when you changed your mind about something. Did that experience involve someone screaming at you or shaming you? Probably not. So think about it like that. Our goals are to protect a relationship, one, and to increase understanding. It's not just to win the argument. Number three. Do acknowledge fears under the surface. So she talks about in her book, which is a nice plug. In my book, I argue that conflict has some kind of fear at its core. And that's right. If you're angry, look for the fear driving the anger. So you'd say something like, look, I can understand how you would feel if you believe that. Or you could say something like, if I felt like that, I'd feel the same way. If I saw things the way that you see things, I might feel the same way. That's not... Uh, giving away your position, that is saying, I can understand how you feel that way. That's having empathy. Um, and so sharing your fears or recognizing the other person's fears is a human way to approach things. Four, don't assume the worst. 
oh my gosh, on Facebook this week, uh, everybody's assuming the worst of everybody else. Most people want to be good. They see themselves as the good guy with the white hat, right? They, they don't think of themselves as the bad guy. Now, they have different visions of what the world should be like, and they want to get there in different ways, but assume the best. Say something like, I can see your intentions come from a good place, or you make a good point there. Acknowledge when they make a good point. But not to be manipulative, just to acknowledge it. Be generous um, with their interpretation of things rather than twist their words in order to, you know, score a point. That's not going to, you know, get you anywhere. Try to extend goodwill. Uh, expect the best, and the best will sometimes be returned to you. Not always, but sometimes. Give credit where credit's due always. That's the way that you're going to have a real conversation. Number five, do share your sources. So I have a cousin who is um, a conspiracy theorist who's always sending me some crackpot said something on YouTube and, you know, this is the way it is. Really, that's that's not a real source. Share me, share with me a real source and then we can, you know, from common ground start to unpack things. So if, this, if we can both accept sources that we agree to be valid, then we have some common ground from which to move. Okay, number six, don't launch verbal grenades. If you're emotionally aggressive, you're going to you know, destroy your opportunity to, to have a collaborative, uh, useful conversation. Uh, and she lists a number of things like name calling, stupid, ignorant, crazy. I saw all those on Facebook this week. You always do this or you never do that. It's probably not the best idea if you want to have a healthy, productive conversation. If you have zingers or gotcha moments, or you trap them in there. Haha, you've shown how witty you are. Yeah, but did you really get anywhere? You haven't convinced that other person. A personal ad hominem attacks is where you attack the person. Well, you must be an idiot if you believe X. Don't do that. Labels. Um, may, be careful with labels, especially if that person hasn't labeled themselves as a, as a something. Um, you must be a communist or you must be a fascist. Neither of those help the conversation. And leave swear words out. They All they do is increase the emotion and cause uh, people to turn cold to each other and dig into their positions. Number seven, do show that you understand even if you don't agree. So what we mean is not say, oh, I must agree with you. Okay, that's, that's not what we're after, but take the time to actually listen. Everyone wants to be heard. We don't want our words twisted. When you twist somebody's words, all you're doing is creating resentment. So never do that. Then you wanna reflect and say, so if I understand you correctly or it seems like you're saying blank. Is that accurate? Then they have a chance to correct or modify, and then you can move from there. But make sure that you understand them, and they'll appreciate that. Number eight, don't use sarcasm. Refrain from speaking in sound bites. It's risky to, to be sarcastic because we can't hear your tone. When I say something sarcastic, you can hear the twist in my words, the, the twinkle in my eye auditorially, so you can kind of hear it. But on in text, you can't see that. Use more direct language, be clear. Um, and if you try to speak in sound bites or something witty, it, it's just, you're just going to come off like a jerk. So try not to do that. You can use humor, but she says be very careful. You can use it to lighten the mood, but... It could come across the wrong way if you say it the wrong way. So just, just be careful. Number nine, don't be condescending. Don't be a know-it-all. Don't act superior. Even if you do have more knowledge, don't act like you do. Like, I know all this stuff and you don't. Nobody likes that kind of person. So the, the more important point to that is 
being condescending is just a control tactic. You're trying to say, I have this authority, so do what I say, or you're stupid, or you must be bad, or I mean, which are you, stupid or bad? Because this is the right answer, and you're saying the opposite. So don't be that person. Have an actual conversation. Don't interrupt. And I know I'm, I'm preaching at the preacher, me, with interrupting, because that's just I grew up just in New Jersey. We interrupt each other all the time. Don't do that. Try to avoid that. Try to avoid trying to be the final authority. Listen to your tone. Are you coming off as condescending? Now, what helps also is if you admit that you could possibly be wrong. Qualify. Don't say, you know, you must be an idiot if you believe this because this never happened. Say, you know, the way I see it or in my experience or what I've seen in the research, or in my opinion, those kind of phrases will go a long way to creating an inclusive conversation where it's safe to talk to each other. Number 10, do teach and be teachable. If you are teachable, you allow yourself to be challenged. If you're teachable, you want to hear the other side's perspective. You don't just shut yourself off and listen to the sound, the echo chamber that is Facebook. If we want to teach, we need to be open to hearing others' perspectives. And then number 11 is do thank them for disagreeing. Say thank you when somebody disagrees because if they in disagree intelligently, and I find very little of this on Facebook, I find this more in a conversation where I know the person and can talk to them face to face, but I find little on Facebook. If, if we can disagree intelligently, it's a gift. And it's a gift because now I understand more than I understood before. I don't have to necessarily agree with it, but I can now factor it into my calculation and I can learn and grow. And that's really what you're after. So you're, you're after one, the relationship, two, understanding. And if you win the argument, it's only because the merits of both sides' understanding are actually enhanced at that time. Now, this leads us to the quotation for contemplation for today. It came from the Proverbs. King Solomon said, a brother wronged is more unyielding than a fortified city. Disputes are like the barred gates of a citadel. So don't be disagreeable. Even if you have disagreements, don't be disagreeable. Think about the relationship. Think about learning from the other person. And that'll go a long way to disagreeing without being disagreeable. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. I hope that that helps you become the kind of leader that you would want to follow.